Logan Hoffman, and you're listening to Death Dialogue with Dave Watson and two other assholes. Welcome to episode two of Death Dialogue. This week we have a very special guest, as in he is special. Um, interpret that however you want to. Uh, he's been a part of our lives for probably 25 years or more. At least. Yeah, at least. He's a very talented musician, very smart. So I'd like to welcome to the episode, Logan. Hi, Logan. Yeah. Hi, man. Thanks. That was, that was way too much. It was way better than the introduction he gave <laughs> me and Kyle. Yeah, That's fuck true. you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, Logan, um, how are things? How, how is living in Charlotte and being a father? Things are good. Still, still pandemic-y. Denise and I are both working from home still while simultaneously raising Brayton. He hasn't been in daycare for almost a year now. So it's, it's been rough. It's been stressful, but we also get to see him grow and actually become yeah. a person. So, so have, you gone in, have you gone into the office at all since this No, I've been, I've been strictly working from home. I've only gone in kind of like after hours to either pick something up or drop something off. But Denise goes in like a half day, two or three times a week, generally when he's napping. So we have a little bit of overlap so I can actually get some work done while she's in the office. But other than that, no, we're, we're pretty much working from home. Are you guys both with the, what's that? I was going to say, she just got her office or her firm is switching offices. So all last week was like rounding stuff up to take everything to the new office. So, which she designed. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. I'm not the impressive one in this relationship. It's her. No one said that. (laughs) (laughs) Just to let the listeners know, uh, you're an architect and Denise designs the buildings that you build. Uh, No. So. I know everything. uh, (laughs) Yeah, I, I work at an architecture firm here in Charlotte, and uh, and Denise is an interior designer about a little over a year ago. So in October of 2019, she got a new job, and six months later, they promoted her to the director or like the manager of the interiors department at her office. Yeah. And then in December, they made her an associate at her firm. So within like a year, she just was like, I run this place. Yeah. And then they were like, hey, design our new office space. She's like, okay. Yeah. That's so. legit. That's awesome, man. Congrats. Yeah. She's, is that the case, uh, is that the case for all four of us where our wives are just better than us? A thousand percent. Yeah. Is, yeah. How is that never the case? That's probably true. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's very few people that I know that like their wives aren't the better part of the duo. There's a few. Definitely not in this. You want to say names? Uh, I have some names in mind. I mean, nobody watches this, so I probably could, but. <laughs> I would say some wives are definitely better. Uh, I mean, Wes, I don't know how you guys, how did you guys even meet? There's only like five people in the town. And one of them happened to be a female. We were both awake. And, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It helps. Cool, cool, cool. Scarcity. Scarcity is the uh, is the key factor there. Yeah, small towns has has its perks. 
I guess that worked for you too, Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) Logan, what's it like living in Charlotte? Uh, I like it. We, we actually, Denise and I were going to move here right after college, but um, we couldn't find jobs down here immediately. So I was in a five-year program. She was in a four-year program. So she graduated first and she went to Fairfax. So I was like, well, I'm going to Fairfax. And then for the, what, two and a half, three years we were up there, I was just like, we need to move. I, I hate it up here. I hate commuting and I, I just don't want to do it anymore. So finally one day, her, the firm she was at, they had an office in Charlotte. So she would just ask her boss if, you know, can I transfer to the Charlotte office? And he's like, yeah, I think we can make that work. So I was like, cool, I want a new job anyway. So came down, interviewed at um, four different firms down here and all four of them actually ended up offering me a job. I was like, I get to choose? This is weird. <laughs> Because yeah. when I graduated, I got the only job that offered me the job. So it was, it was nice to be able to, to actually choose the place. And I'm still there. But we, you know, we moved down in 2015 and been loving it. We, we were in a little duplex, renting the, renting the duplex for six months. And then we bought our house, which we could not have afforded in Nova. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. So we were, we were really happy about that. Yeah. We, we love the neighborhood. We love our neighbors. Our, the first week we moved in, the neighbors on the, well, I, I'm pointing in that direction, but neighbors on that side, <laughs> they have a pool in the backyard. And the first week we moved in, he came over and introduced himself and he's like, Hey, just to let y'all know, just hop in the pool anytime. And we we're like, okay, yeah, thanks. And he was insistent that we use the pool. But for like naked four months, we were just like, nah, it's okay. Thanks. We never took him up on it. And finally we did. Now we just go over there like all the time. Does he have a, y'all are like, does does he whistle on his S's? You guys want to use my pool. (laughs) You didn't know swimming pool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You never know what that uh, invitation really means too. yeah for real that's that's a dangerous game <laughs> does he have yeah. uh pineapples in his house or uh what's the the rocks on the mailbox or yeah yeah it's oh. pineapples and shit <laughs> you wear a chain, you wear a chain. <laughs> no, no that's a good tell they're so our our neighbors are george and georgia yeah they are they're but they're awesome they're they're a older greek couple and georgia's mom still lives with them yeah yeah she's 95 i think yeah yeah it's crazy great neighbors we regularly like hang out with the ones across the street distance now because of covid and whatnot but actually two of them three of them actually have all their shots now so that's hopeful kids love playing with Braden. yeah it's definitely been different this past year we we're trying to hit up a lot of the breweries and stuff that have been popping up and then everything shut down and we're like, yeah, we're not going out. So mm-hmm. we were like, kind of put a halt on trying all the new breweries and restaurants and stuff, but we'll, we'll pick it back up in earnest. Hopefully this is actually from the brewery. That's like right down at the end of my road. Nice. Good stuff. 
that was a that was another huge perk of moving here is that stuff is starting to sort of move out of the city a little bit and they're yeah they're putting breweries and restaurants and stuff a little bit closer to us now so my brother and i went over and got this today yeah people say the same thing about charleston where it's growing outside of the city mm-hmm. but it's just a bunch of swampland and it's, oh trust me i know yeah it's brutal I just, to build on i just finished working on a project in charleston and it's uh, the next the next one no no it's morrison yard like in, I guess, North Charleston. It's right at the edge of the bridge, the Ravenel Bridge, as it yeah. comes in. Nothing but swamp. Yeah. So that was, a, that was a fun thing to do. We had to deal with basically building the building up high enough that it only flooded a little bit. That's, that was yeah. literally how it was like described to us. It's like, it's going to flood. I mean, it's in a swamp and everything yeah. drains into the swamp. So we're trying to make sure only six feet of it floods instead of like 12 feet of it they're okay, supposed cool. to be like working on the flooding issue but i mean that could be fucking 10 I, years from now before it's well, like yeah. better build above sea level. that's how you do it yeah yeah like every time i've gone over to shim creek right there the parking lot is like full of water walking up to the restaurants and everything yeah yeah, yeah one of our favorite places to eat uh, right there they have signs out there like if you park this close to the building, just beware because it's going to flood. <laughs> like high tide's coming. You're going to have to walk through like a foot of water. Jeez, what's flood insurance look like? Like, that's... Oh, it's absurd. Ooh. I have uh, some of our other friends live actually right down from where you and L'Oreal used to live, right down 17 there. Was that West Ashley? Yeah. Yeah. When the last hurricane came through, they had the, the house didn't flood, but like they have the little step down part that used to be a garage that's kind of enclosed now that part flooded and it was thankfully it's just like concrete and they've got like weights and stuff in there it wasn't anything too bad but yeah. you go like 100 yards down the road and like the whole house is underwater oh yeah logan how many instruments can you play uh i don't know at once or like <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> all at once <laughs> i've never tried i've never tried to like strap on the the uh the drum on my back with like the cymbals and stuff. I never tried that. Should you give should it a go be a one man band for how many and why is West better at all of them? What did you what? say? I said so. How many and why is West better at you than all <laughs> of them? Because West uh, is a freak. I don't know. Oh no! Let me bust on this solo real quick. <laughs> I play guitar, mandolin, uh, ukulele, bass, very little banjo, piano, and I can sometimes play drums and harmonica right no, well not really and what's that like little plastic flute can you play that it's a skin flute skin, <clears> ah, <throat> that's what it ah. is <laughs> yes but that's only when i'm alone i can't really play that in front of people the mandolin would be cool i'd like to learn that yeah i've got three of them one was my grandfather's that's a sears and roebuck from like the 1920s nice that doesn't get played yeah uh, it's it sounds bad and it's old uh, and then I bought one years ago when we were living up in Fairfax. And then I have my father-in-law's. We have, when he passed away, all of his stuff went to Denise. Um, so I've got his banjo, uh, mandolin, acoustic guitar, and his his 1965 Gibson SG. 
It is the most expensive thing in this room right now. And I love it. Yeah. It, it like sounds it. so cool. When the, I actually, so I took it in, it's probably been a year and a half or so now. I took it into a, the guitar shop here in, in Charlotte. I was like, I, I just need to get it kind of tuned up and everything. And it's, you know, it's been sitting for a while. The strings are old, the, the, the tuning knobs and, and everything need to be kind of cleaned out because they're, they're popping a little bit. And I opened the thing up and the guy's like, oh. <laughs> he was, he was so just enamored with it. He's like, where did you get this? I was like, it, it was my father-in-law. He was just gushing over it. It had, I mean, it's like the original case, the original, everything's original on it. And he goes, all right, well, if you ever want to like sell this, you bring it back to the shop. We'll, <laughs> we'll give you, we'll give you stuff for it. He said, don't, don't get rid of the case. The case, the original case is worth like $400. Nice. I was like, what? That's crazy. Wow. It's like the $12 case. It is, I mean, it's been in that condition since probably the 70s. And he's like, yeah, no, this is, this is how it should be. I'm like, okay. It's never going to get sold. No. It's, we're just going to keep passing it. Like, Braden's going to get it. And then his kids, if he ever has them, he's going to, they're going to have it. But he's going to break uh, it. No, it's always in its case <laughs> for, for now. With all your woodworking, uh, you ever thought about making an instrument? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's probably within a year or so. I'm going to, I'm going to make both an acoustic and an electric guitar. Yeah, for those that don't know, Logan is a master with making shit out of wood. Um, that is what's flattering, but no, I am not a master. I am, I am making it up as I go. Y'all know who? I, you know who Peter McKinnon is? Yeah. Yeah, his dad has a YouTube channel now where he he's like a master guitar builder. You should check that out, Logan. But he, I will like that like cliche old canadian grandpa that just makes guitars in his basement <laughs> and it, it's great yeah um, um too you guys know dan lefkowitz yeah yeah everybody yeah. does his dad is i mean dan's really good too but like if you go to his dad's uh instagram page it's like thousands of followers like it's mm-hmm. awesome. really i had no good idea job. i didn't either i didn't never knew about that god we should get dan on I here man that. Yeah, Dan. Okay. I haven't talked to Dan since probably when we all were all going to uh, Van Skate Park together, and like that's Jesus, been- really? It's been Dude, that was a long, long time. Yeah. It's been I talked to Dan a couple years ago with uh, Wes at the uh, what was it ten year anniversary graduation? Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. That's- I was shit faced, and he he rode up. <laughs> that might have been the last time I saw him in person. He used to be at Christina's all the time, and I, if we were up visiting my parents and everything, we would we would stop in and talk to him all the time. But he's, he's like a some, celebrity. Yeah, he's, he's got some some great woodworking and stuff in there too. He's yeah, he's definitely what's your Instagram name Hoffman Woodwork Hoffman underscore Woodworks. Yeah, yeah. I um, I every time I see a post of yours, I'm just like here here internet, take that. <laughs> I I really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I like, I love doing it. I, I really want to try to get my name out there a little bit more so that. Make a website. Can, <clears throat> I'm yeah, working on make a, web- <laughs> make a website. What are you talking about? <laughs> like you have things you can do. You can make I me talked a to, uh, I met somebody down here who was like, yeah, I'm getting into woodworking and I'm, I have made some cutting boards and 
just oddball stuff. And he showed me some pictures and they're not bad. I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, my, my one of my best friends, uh, you know, he plays around with making cutting boards. And I was like, I'm not going to show you the quality that he <laughs> yeah, makes. I, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to like crush your spirits. <laughs> nah. So I, um, I started when I was in, I guess, high school or whatever. It might've been like late middle school, early high school. My parents started their own sort of, they try to start their own furniture refurbishment sort of company. They would go to like antique stores and buy old chairs and, and tables and stuff and, and try to, they would sand them down and paint them or like reupholster or something like that. And they, I think they sold them at like Mayfest and, and stuff a couple of times and they had a little booth here and there, but it, it didn't really take off that much. But I remember helping them do a few of those pieces when I was home from school or, or like for the summer or something like that. And then I helped my uncle occasionally with some of the building of his house. He like, he had this old cabin and made an addition on it that was bigger than the cabin, which was kind of funny, but it was all like post and beam and sit panel walls and, and all that stuff. So I, I helped him do a lot of stuff on that different aspects of it, but I didn't, didn't really get into woodworking that much until we moved into this house and I had the space to actually do it. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I was like, I, I always had kind of an interest in it, but didn't really have the time or the space to do anything. I'd been talking about it and Denise got me like a little like class or seminar thing at a local wood store. It's called Woodcraft. <clears throat> and it was a cutting board making class. So sat there for like an hour and they were telling us how to like, do all this different stuff and I was like yeah I could probably do this at home so about a week or two after that I bought a table saw she had already got me a, a miter saw and I just started accumulating tools and started making cutting boards on my own and then just went from there and started making furniture and other random pieces when people ask trying to trying to expand a little bit more and, and make bigger pieces i've got a four foot round dining table in the works right now from for us for our house that is actually made from a tree we had cut down in the front yard and a coffee table for us and about 14 other projects that i haven't been able to touch for like a year yeah because because with the pandemic and being quarantined and working in shifts and stuff during the day i don't I don't get to work in the shop at night anymore. I can only work on weekends and then I barely have weekends. So yeah, everything's been real slow. When we got, you know, this past Christmas, we got a package from just a random, I I don't remember what day it was. Somebody pulled up up in the USPS truck, dropped off a package and I go out and pick it up. I see your all's names on it. I'm like, what the (laughs) hell is this? Like I didn't get, told about any kind of package coming our way and uh, I opened the box and I immediately like ran upstairs grabbed L'Oreal and I was like we're gonna open this together you gotta see this shit <laughs> and uh man I've been wanting uh, one of your cutting boards forever have not used it one time it sits on display see and that's the, the thing so many people have told me that they're like yeah I, I haven't even touched it I don't it use is. it way too nice like it's, it's too pretty i don't want to use it i was like I, I guarantee you it's it's usable you can you can cut on it i promise i, I you know, i hear you when you say that really? um, so. what'd you say kyle 
I said both of mine get used daily. Can you guys yeah. see this? No. Is that Emmett? No, it's Dave as an old man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. I'm gonna put that. I'm gonna put that on the page with a snippet so people can listen to. When that app or what thing came out, the the aging app, yeah. um, my coworker had it, and I was like, "Well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do this on my phone because one, I don't want the app, and two, I keep reading all those articles about like it's a Russian hacking thing." I was like, "All right, whatever." So I did it on his phone, and he sent me the picture of it, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm my dad." Yeah, I look just and yeah. hair. But like everything else, I was like, I look like my father right now. This is creepy. I did my kids and they looked like me. I look like Santa. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> Dude, you're gonna you're gonna be a good looking old man, Wes, if you if you keep it up. If I can keep the hair, that's all. I showed right. L'Oreal and she's like, Oh my god, finally you can grow a beard. I'm like, Yeah, it only took eighty five years. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should grow your hair long was really why i did that oh that was something i was gonna ask is um yeah i wanted to take a poll see if we could get our listeners to comment and see whether or not i should just let my fucking hair grow way out because it's already i mean it's not it's not long now and it's already dropping crazy i saw saw a guy walking through i don't know whatever earlier today he had hair like basically down to his shoulders and it looked basically like my hair in high school, essentially, but a little bit longer and gray. And I was like, I wonder if I should do that again. <laughs> but, uh, I don't think I could. <laughs> I, I was going I through a midlife crisis, are you 30 really, years old. Like, how you doing? <laughs> Still got hair? Yeah, he's got huh? hair. Me? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Is that I a hat know. or is it? Oh, <laughs> okay. oh you're good. You're yeah. good. Yeah. I can't let my hair grow that long anymore. Like as soon as it starts touching my ears, I'm like, cut it off. Just cut uh, it off. Same here, dude. I fucking hate it. Yeah. It takes a lot to get it past that point anymore. And I just, I'm, I can't do it. I, like Denise cut my hair on Sunday because it was on my ears. That so explains like, a lot. Hey, you know what you don't really think about is once you find a good barber and this doesn't apply to Logan because his wife cuts his hair, but because I married mine, I, I had the same barber for like whatever, four or five years in Raleigh. I like am at a loss when I'm I'm I I'm gone to like three different people and all of them like don't compare and it it's yeah my old barber was the first person we met in Charleston when we moved down Frank he was at our wedding I remember Frank yeah I remember him oh yeah yeah he's he's super awesome unfortunately with the whole COVID pandemic thing his shop closed I think he ended up going somewhere else but I haven't seen him in a long time because we moved and uh, he only had a moped at the time and he doesn't want to cross any bridges on a moped oh but, i can't blame him for that yeah especially the, the ravenel bridge that's yeah oh my just god asking for something i to could not imagine that and getting your haircut with a mask is kind of torture it just isn't in there oh it's the worst yeah it's fine normally i just take a fucking blade right to it i don't even care i asked l'oreal to help and she's like yeah i'll help and then I get impatient and I just go do it. And I'm like, oh, too late. We'll grow it out again. So I had um, some crazy thing happen to my eye a couple weeks ago. Small yeah, this. bit of detail real quick. And then I'll tell you what the main part of the story was. My uh, cornea, like the, the top layer of my eye separated from my eye. 
gross. Yeah. Wow. It got stuck to my eyelid. And apparently it could have been way worse. Like it could have torn off. But luckily it only kind of like bubbled like a blister. Uh, and so anyways, I had to get it. It wasn't that bad. It healed relatively quickly. But the point of the story, talking about masks. During the, what, the procedure on the eye or whatever, the eye doctor's like, she she kind of paused and she was looking around. She's like, this is going to like get your mask drenched. She's like, are, are you okay taking it off? And I was like, oh, whatever. So I, I took it off. Taking it off around like in a enclosed small, it felt like the most scandalous thing I've yeah. ever done. I was like, <laughs> what is happening right now? <laughs> Can we go back to your eye herpes? How'd that happen? I heard <laughs> I so uh, it's called a recurrent corneal erosion. Isn't that I, what herp stands for? Uh, shut up. <laughs> Got a herp. They don't know why it happens. I know you all are just screwing with me right now, but it is a real thing and it <laughs> might happen again. And if that fucker tears off, that's gonna be like the most painful thing I've ever been through. So, which eye was it? My right eye. Yeah. Are you, you know, some women are into fire. Are you right eye? Uh, are you right-eyed dominant? 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 Yeah. Yeah. You're you're just a Same. weird conundrum because you're you're right-handed and right-footed, but you bat and golf and play hockey left-handed. So you know that's not as weird as um, you think. It's it weird. It's weird to me. Okay, it's weird to you. Whatever. You're weird. Two things. You actually both. You both skate regular too, don't you? No, you're skate weird goofy. for skating goofy. Wait, I skate regular. Oh, you do? Okay, okay. Anyways, that's my dad. I'm my normal. dad's left-handed, but the, the what I was going to say about the whole left-handed playing sports thing, at least for hockey, um, Canadians teach their kids to play left-handed when they're right-hand dominant because then your right hand is the the strong hand on the stick, and so when you're poke checking, you're stronger playing defense. Totally. There you go. That well, this is America, so. I, yeah. I know you've told me that, but it doesn't make sense to me because I feel like I would have more control over the stick if my right hand is in the middle and not on top. You don't play America. I, like yeah, I don't play Mexico. I can't Canada. skate to save my life. You can't skate right now? I can't skate. No, like rollerblade or skate like ice skate when playing hockey. Uh, I can't. I can't. Like I suck going forward. And if it changes directions, well, then I'm just going to keep going the direction I was going and everybody else is going the other way. Sure. The most fun sport I've ever played. uh, Well, I mean, I just love hockey, but um, I played um, basically street hockey in Raleigh. Deck hockey is played on a sport court, but we were playing instead of, you know, your roller skates, you're playing on your feet. It freaking blast. Like it is just so much fun. And so it's like field hockey, but without the field. Well, and without the hockey you're not checking but god it's it's awesome it's a ball and you can do some weird things with the ball and that the team i had we were together i mean they're still together although covid can't play but it was all hurricanes people and Mm -hmm. freaking blast so much really funny if you could have recruited like to play for you so we were having a pickup game yeah, there's a couple. <laughs> here's, here's our team, the All-Stars. <laughs> Nobody has couple, team. <laughs> a couple of Canes alumni worked for the team, and we were, like, begging them to come out, but they would never do it. My Justin, my nephew, who's, like, an elite hockey, hockey player and plays 
I mean, he plays club in college, but he was a good, really good junior player or whatever. Um, I brought him out one weekend and he played and his shot, like just immediately the best person on our team. (laughs) And the craziest thing watching him uh, during warmups, he had a stick that wasn't his, it was a little too long and he really never plays with the ball, of course, because he plays ice hockey. And so his first shot went like 20 feet over the goal. And then I watch, I'm just watching him and he adjusts. Second shot went like a foot over the goal. He adjusts again, third shot, bar down in. And I was just like, like how he, he just understands the game that well. He was able to just be like, yeah. now do this. And then bam, done. I'm like, it's, it's weird seeing him in that because I still remember him as like a 12 year old. I want to go party with him. He's still good at hockey, but like you could like tackle. <laughs> he's just down the road, uh, Dave. Christmas. Yeah, no, he's he's hella close. Every time they they're like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna go see Justin." I'm like, "Come on through." Yeah, yeah. But they hate me. Your family hates me. Um, Wes, so now, like, okay. when when were you ever a skater, Wes? I mean, no. I I was like, I want to learn how to do a kickflip, and that was about as far as I got. Yeah, mm-hmm. Dave did that too, and he did it in a freaking week. I was gonna say yeah. it took Logan and I years to do a kickflip, and Dave did it in like day yeah. Day. Well, like the yeah. um, the Paul Letty's had like um, they're they had a wraparound porch. I don't know if it wrapped all the way around, but like their backside was like really long, and so like we would mess around out there. I remember Tony got really good, um, and like Wilburn, he was really good. Um, but yeah, I never. I thought it was cool. I just never really put a lot of time into it. I was always just playing soccer or wrestling or football. Or whatever. I have a story about the Pauletti's. When we lived next to them, I remember uh, you and I forget which Pauletti brother was out there. Um, and then one of y'all's friends was out there. And uh, I was probably like nine years old, something like that. And, you know, I guess I was always – self-conscious with my height and I remember asking um whatever friend was there who is you know a normal height for a 15 16 year old I'm like how did you get so tall and he's like oh I was born this tall and I'm thinking to myself like oh my god dude I'm never gonna get any taller <laughs> I want to because I was born this short <laughs> yeah I was I was actually telling Denise about this earlier today about you say on the last one, the last episode, that you're an aggressive five eight. Yeah, and yeah. She goes, I don't, I don't think he is. She's like, I think he's an aggressive five seven. At least she let you keep aggressive. She's like, yeah, isn't he shorter than you? I was like, I think so. She goes, Yeah, cool. you're, you're barely five eight. I'm like, What the hell? Yeah, I'm gonna start uh, YouTubing how to grow taller. So uh, what you need to do is break your break your tibia and fibula and then they they there's this is honestly a procedure they break your shins and and separate them and then allow them to grow back together well worth it i like this he doesn't have an mc or acl already so yeah Yeah. why do you need shins then exactly (laughs) when my sister was a toddler I guess she was sitting on my dad's lap, and my dad's short. He's what five six, five seven, something like that. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Aggressive. Be five, careful. Five. Denise is listening. <laughs> and uh, she looked up at him, and he, she said, "When are you going to grow the rest of the way?" 
just total disrespect in his own house. I mean, to be fair, she didn't get that tall either. No, but yeah, it's on her. Yeah, it's great. All right, Logan, uh, what's your your biggest pet peeve? Ooh, what's my biggest pet peeve? Oh God. Or what are some of your pet peeves? It doesn't have to be like. Oh, I can. Oh, peeve. I can. I can list a few of them. Um, I I hate when people uh, pull out in front of me and then don't go the speed limit. That could have gone a different direction. Yeah, he's not good at pulling out. Clearly. Actually, I only have one kid, so scoreboard. Those are rookie uh, numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, Wes is the one that's failing at this. Uh, uh, not pulling out? I'm the champion. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a pet peeve. One thing, so pet peeve from Denise, she's she's always like clean and, and wants to keep the house clean and everything. The one thing she cannot do is close a cabinet door. I have hit my head on so many cabinet doors in this house because she right. just like walked wait, away from I, wait, hold on. Hold on. I'll, look, Kelsey gets mad at me for this too. But if, if we're in the middle of cooking, you don't cook. So keep your mouth it's not. It's not in the middle of cooking. If we're in the cooking. middle of cooking, I want that cabinet door open. I'm going in and out of nope. that cabinet door. So you nope. need to we are get out. We need it. We're like, we're putting, we're putting dishes away. We have finished putting dishes away. Cabin doors are open. <laughs> Okay. Well, and I, I hit them constantly. And can you just not see or like? <laughs> no, Wait, like if I'm. Who was telling the, the story about the eye thing? <laughs> was it you or the eye? No. no. Kyle's the one that can't see. Sure. I herpes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was. So Kyle and I already looked enough alike before very, I got glass. Very white. Yeah, that's fair. He tans better, actually, now that I think about it. You just, you're especially white in the wintertime. God, he tans um, like a champion. Prove it. <laughs> but we, we already looked enough alike prior to me getting glasses, and then I got glasses, and it was just like, well, come on. At least so, I don't have a yeah. hobo beard. Eh, well, give it time. Hey, you guys <laughs> looking fresh. We had, we had several people. We were, we were sitting at a hockey game one time. It was a Caps versus Canes game. And I'm I'm in like full caps gear, and the woman we're sitting next to was like one of your coworkers' moms or something like that. And I'm cheering every time the caps score or something like that. She's like, sit down. Rah, rah, rah. She smacks Kyle. She goes, tell your brother to sit down. He goes, he's, he's not my brother. <laughs> I'm not claiming person. him. Yeah, you're not claiming me. And then we, and then like two days later, we go through a we go through the uh, checkout line at like a grocery store, and we both bought beer. So we had to have our, our IDs out or whatever. And the, the cashier looks at, she like, I went first. She looks at my ID. Then he goes through. She looks at his ID. And then she looks up at us and goes, are you guys twins? <laughs> like, you just looked at our IDs. Did you not look at the dates on them? <laughs> like, yeah, he, we're, we're twins. He just, he took a, like another month to come out. I get yeah. it. It's, I get either, it. it's either uh, people think we're related or that we're a couple. Yeah, it's it's all oh, that. Actually, it could work either way. Uh, right after right after I got married, he and I went in to was a Bed Bath and Beyond or something to pick up. Where we messed up. A piece it's of, <laughs> yeah, it was like a wine bar or something. Were you holding hands? To pick out. No, man, maybe <laughs> we we picked up this wine bar or whatever, and the and the the guy that was helping us was definitely like, oh you. You two? Like, yeah. 
oh, oh okay. Ooh, cool. And just like getting yeah, judged like, all along. Like, okay, yeah, screw really, you guys. Whatever. I think By that's the way, why Kyle. Wes is able to grow a beard and I'm not able to grow a beard because God just wanted it that way so people could tell us apart. Mm, I think so. I mean, there were other reasons, but mm. he just really thought you needed to be Joe Dirt. Yeah. I mean, I'd agree with that. It just keeps you home. It only goes in right here. It does. Right here. It does. I've got somebody brought up white trash earlier and I got offended. This This took a long time to come in and I also haven't Except for back in November was the first time I shaved in like a decade, like like full shaved. You should I just have, shave head down. I can't. You can't. Where you won't. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right, Wes. I, I did. I did the the mustache March or uh, no shave November, Movember, whatever. And I was like, you know what? I'm I'm quarantined. I'm staying at home. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it this year. I'm just gonna go full mustache. So shave the beard off, and I immediately regretted it. I'm gonna post that picture, if that's cool. That's fair. Right. I love, that's a, that's like one of my favorite pictures, dude. I was like, this is instantly in my background. <laughs> it, I was. I'm not gonna lie. I was a little impressed with the mustache. It is but strong. I wish I kept, I wish I'd kept the beard with it because it. I need. I my chin sucks. My like whole jawline is terrible. So. <laughs> The, the beard helps. It does. All right, all right Wes, pet peeves. Uh, ketchup in glass bottles. I, <laughs> I got no time for that shit. It bugs me <laughs> so much. Do you know the trick? I do, and I don't want a trick while okay. I'm having a meal. I don't want to have to do magic. <laughs> Give me a squeeze bottle. I get the hell out. Yeah, I got no time for it. Okay, I'll take it. Dave? Uh, pet peeves? Uh, probably turn signals. People not being able to use their turn signals. That's one of my big ones. Hey, I remember a time in high school. Um, someone named um, I think it was was it Dave? I don't. I think he signaled oh, left and then turned right and uh, may have gotten t boned. I don't know. Doesn't doesn't ring a bell. No, that was a Dave. <laughs> Kyle, that was a deer. Remember? Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, it, was, it was a deer. <laughs> a deer in the middle of the suburbs. I, I still think I still think the funniest part of that. Was that it fixed your door? Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so I, there's, yeah. there's a dent in the valve, but it opened. Our, our mom, uh, we had this Jeep, this 86 oh. Jeep Cherokee. Cherokee. And uh, I had it, man, I don't know, how old were we? 17, maybe? Something like that? Oh, I was already 30. Oh, really yeah, you were, you, were, you were fucking gone. And uh, I, I had um, Jessica's old like first real boyfriend Dwayne with me and we were at the the bank in Strasburg and I went to go through the drive-through of the bank and when I turned left I cut it too sharp and the little concrete post that's right there I just rubbed it and it dented the door and you know whatever didn't tell mom about it um because fuck it and then See, the door, the door was that. like, the door sat a little low, like it didn't shut properly after that. So we're we have a like pickup soccer practice, and Bambi is following me in his Chevy Cavalier. Oh God, like, that Cavalier! Yeah, this like little red piece of plastic, and uh, I got Brandon Spade with me, 
And he's like, uh, turn, turn left, turn left. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to turn right. So I put my right turn signal on. But at the last second, I'm like, fuck, I'm going left. So I whip it left. And he's like, no, you, you, you should have gone the other way. So I immediately am just like, all right, well, I'll just turn around this immediate driveway on the left. So I turn left into this driveway. Next thing I know, Bambi is trying to pass us, slams right into the exact same spot that the Jeep hit the concrete post of the bank. And it pushed the door back up into the correct position. Of course, the Jeep was fine because it was made of tank. Uh-huh. And his Cavalier, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was like, it was messed up. So we we drive back down to the soccer field, and we're like, man, what are we going to tell you know, your dad because your car is all jacked up? And that was the ongoing joke is that, you know, we hit a, a deer. And, uh, yeah, that's how it happened. Last time I checked, his parents still think it's a deer. Yeah, hopefully they don't hear this. And yeah. <laughs> they I hope they're not subscribing to this podcast. Statute of limitations. I think you're good. Dino and uh, – <laughs> And, and Mr. Uh, Mr. Coverstone, um, heads up, that was not a deer. It was an 86 Jeep Grand Cherokee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all fun and games, though. No one was hurt. Yeah, that was a that was a fun day for us. Weren't we behind, yeah. Like, you and I were in a car oh. behind them, right, I think? Or... No, we had already gotten to the soccer field. And they, like, we were like, uh, It happened in Madison go? Heights, though. It happened yeah. right. It was it right down right... from my house. Yeah. Yeah, um, it was, like, around the couple corner from your house. house. Yeah, but we had already right, gone the other way. Uh, we right down where uh, uh, Tyler Williams, right down the hill from Tyler Williams' house. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it was on. Um, Doesn't matter. Crim Drive or whatever. Name, yeah. Same yeah. But yeah, and we were, you and I were sitting at the soccer fields for like 15, 20 minutes waiting for them. Like, we, we just left in like the same spot. And then we we're like, oh, yeah, well. Deer. 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 Whatever. Things happen. I think I do remember mom telling me about that. I already had like three kids, so. Yeah, like <laughs> the times were different. <laughs> you you were gone. It was just mom and me. That old. <laughs> like, it's all good. <laughs> what are you guys like? Thirty. Thirty-one. Wes, how old is your is your oldest right now? He's seventeen. Holy hell! Yeah, um, and we also have a four-month-old and a one-year-old. <laughs> Good God. First of all, congratulations. Absolutely. Second of all, too many kids. Way too many kids. There's a reason he just finished that bottle of wine. <laughs> I raised that yeah. a long time ago. Uh, Jackie was like, hey, we're almost dead, so we should probably have more kids. I was like, I don't think those two things uh, make sense. But I'm glad. I'm glad she convinced me. It's good. It's good relearning how to do that i am too old and too tired and work too much but <clears throat> it's good i don't get to work from home i don't know if that would be easier or harder um a little of both yeah yeah it's well i won't say it's easier it's different definitely the working in shifts is weird um because you're like you know you're in the middle of a project you've got a groove going and then all of a sudden you got a break and then go watch him for an hour or two yeah but like I said earlier, silver lining is we've been with him for a year and he's yeah. grown immensely in that amount of time. So it's kind of cool. Yeah, I'm excited for that because uh, 
I don't get home until like everyone's already eaten and like right. I'm home just in time to give baths and put the bed and then I'm up before they all get up. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it'll be nice having her right at home. Like the last, I mean, she's a teacher too. So like that actually does some good for the where, kids. Where is she teaching? She's a Sandy Hope. Yeah. We, oh, okay. we moved to Stephen City. Um, like right when COVID hit. So I haven't met any of my neighbors yet, which is um, kind of fun with me. Uh, but yeah, she's still, and since she still teaches there, our kids are still going there. They want it to continue. So gotcha. we'll gotcha. see when she stops. I guess I'll have to go to, what is it, Sharando? Yeah. I don't remember what's in. Oh, yeah. wait, you said, you said, yeah, it's Sharando. Yeah. So are they doing remote learning or are they still in the classroom they they gave the option um you could you could go or you could do a combination or you could just stay home and we're like mm. do every day we get a phone call like yeah. a recording saying we've got a positive case and it's yeah. usually teachers sometimes the students and i'm just like everyone is so obsessed with like sending their kid to school so they can I don't know, play, continue to sports and like be around friends, but then they get COVID and I'm just like, yeah. We've got friends down here who are, who are teachers and it's just a shit show. It's a shit show. Um, it's, I think they're going back again now. They're going back to like, like you said, it's like an option, but it's like a third of the students are there and then two thirds are still at home. Yeah, so they have that's to do about what it is here. They have to do both. They have to do remote learning. They have to do in person, but they still can't be near the kids. And like at the beginning of this, it was like two weeks on and two weeks off because yeah. people kept getting sick. Yeah. It's just, it's asking way too much of the teachers. Yeah. And, and, like, and none of the parents think about the teachers. They're just like, take my kid back. We don't want them anymore. Well, yeah, because they want to continue to work. And I get right. that. I don't know. I just don't think. And like all, our kids are, you know, straight A students and they're not now, you know what I mean? And uh, we're just kind of like, it's a fucking pandemic. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it's not the same. Like I know adults that tried to do online education for college and just couldn't figure it out. So to ask kids, uh, yeah. you know, trying to give a lot of grace, but also like, don't be a lazy piece of shit. <laughs> you know what I mean, like keep the heat on them, but. Yeah. yeah, we've we've got the neighbor across the street. His oldest is 17, and he was getting calls from the school like, hey, so-and-so is not participating in all this stuff. Turns out he was, like, sleeping in until, like, 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Because his parents had gone to work or whatever, and it's like, yeah. you got to, yeah, like, I know you're at home, but, like, you still have to do your school stuff. Yeah, we make them get up at 6, and, like, they're all – like we got a full basement so with like a full gym so they all go down and like they work out every day and they've got a good routine they're all separated throughout the house so they've all got their little station where mm -hmm. they do their zoom class and schoolwork. but i don't know trying to teach yourself geometry when you're not a math guy is pretty hard as a teenager you know what I mean? especially yeah. with the internet at your fingertips I don't know. I'd probably be on Pornhub and stuff. So okay. <laughs> trying to be, <laughs> trying to be, you know, give a little grace. Yeah. And speaking of uh, Pornhub, Kyle, what are some of your pet peeves? 
I thought you were going to say that was our new sponsor. That was a fantastic segue. Okay. I don't know. I've, the Are we? Time, you, I kept putting it off on you all because I have no idea. I was trying to think of something and you, I'm just going to give you all an opportunity to make fun of me because the only thing I could think of is like the nerdiest <laughs> thing in the world. So here we Are go. We, it looked like we were interrupting something right Ooh. there. What? Are you good? I, I can tell you one of Kyle's set peeves. When okay. your eye separates from your eye. Yeah. You're, yeah, when your eye separates from your eye. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that's uh, a pet beef. Yeah. Kyle, I heard Kyle is real. Hates, Kyle hates that I hate Apple products. Uh, I hate that now. I just found that out, and I hate it. That bugs me. You hate Apple products? Hey, no, okay. I hate that you hate Apple products. But here, just give me a second, because this is, is not really a pet peeve. And this that's, isn't sponsored that's by That's not Apple. the pet peeve. The pet peeve, here we go. This has started now. The pet peeve is that <laughs> is that you truly don't have a reason to not like apple you are just being stubborn and you've never even used it so i have used it i've used denise's phone and i oh my gosh that's not your phone the point is that both android and apple are essentially the same thing and you are just a dick about it (laughs) sure it took me like i fought it for years like a decade i'm like i'm not ever getting apple and then i switched and got iphone and a mac and an apple tv and i was like I'm an idiot. I should have done this years ago. <laughs> yes, but I here's just, the thing. I don't even care if you use an Apple. It's just the fact that like anytime Apple comes up, you just are like, Apple's awful. And I'm like, it's not. It's just not. <laughs> and that's not, a, it goes both ways though. It's not saying like Samsung products or Android products well, are I'll bad either. I'll admit that his Google Pixel is a great phone. Yeah, yeah. like you, it takes it's great. It's just that you I hate, hate on Apple. I will, and shit like I will that, also but, admit that an iPhone is a good phone. I just hate it. That's Dude, the first time so, you've ever admitted that. I want so that to be heard. Like, <laughs> go ahead and, and play that clip back for him on repeat. All right, so here. I want to give you all an opportunity to make fun of me because I could only think of oh, a stupid You. That's a dangerous game to play, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, this really isn't. It's not. It's nerdy. It is not something that is like, whatever. Okay. So graphic designer here, you know, that's what our, my mind went thinking of all this stuff. And I absolutely despise, and you all are going to think like, what the fuck is he talking about? But so typography is built to be on a line. So the letters are built to fit on a line. And I hate when letters are placed on top of each other, like on a sign vertically. If you're going to do a vertical sign, still put it on a line, but turn it and put it upright. Don't stack them because all the shapes, all the sizes of the letters are now different shapes going up and down the side. I can, I can get on board with this. I like this. So, oh, okay. Uh, I didn't get made fun. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> now, remember, my first year of college was technically like architecture studio, but it was mostly, it was, it was like a mix of, of mixed use, mixed media stuff. So, that doesn't sound real. So the only... One, I hated my studio professor, and Denise will tell you this, she, she didn't like him either. I hated my studio professor, but the one thing he taught us was how to position and utilize text when we were making presentation boards and stuff. That is the one thing I learned from that guy. So I will, you, I will, I will give him credit for that. Hated him for everything else. Do you but think it, that you are a better graphic designer than Kyle? Oh God, no! no. It, Logan, it, it's us. You can be honest. I'm aware. Safe space. No, 
I'm gonna post I, that text we'll you see. said about how Kyle sucks and you could do his uh, job better. <laughs> blindfolded. He texted that to he me might, too. I didn't I, even know he had my phone number. Yeah, yeah well, it's that's the beauty of uh, Android. They just have shit. <laughs> yeah. Kyle and I have used the same programs before, but he uses them a lot more extensively than I have. And he actually, I think he helped make what I was trying to make my logo for like my wood burning thing. Cause I, I used to sign my artwork and stuff a certain way. And I was like, Oh, that'd be kind of a cool stamp. And we just, as soon as we started making it more of a graphic, I was like, mm, no, I can't. It just doesn't, it doesn't have the same feel as like my actual, just like handwritten kind of thing. So I ended up making my own like design for the for the brand and everything. It's it's pretty simple and basic, but um, so you did a better job than <laughs> basically Kyle did. I did a different job than Kyle. What he gave <laughs> me was good. I just didn't <laughs> didn't work for what it was. Do you guys think, given your your skill set, that you in today's age, if you were eighteen years old? deciding whether you're going to college or not. Do you think with all the information out there that you could have just learned this shit by watching YouTube and trying stuff? Um, to an extent. So yes, you could go on YouTube and you learn a ton of shit, but you're missing out on a whole other like part of the experience. For sure. I'm talking not, just skills. I'm, I know, I know. I'm not, I'm not talking about the college experience at all. I'm talking about the the critique experience, the ability to talk to other designers, talk to creative people and be able to also be told that your shit sucks and how to make it better and not get well, your- You can't like Reddit and YouTube do that for you? Right. No, but but it's also still, it's a, it's sure. a collaborative process, especially when you're, especially when you're with, like in my line of work, it's, it's nothing but a collaborative process. Okay. You're always doing iterations of stuff and that doesn't work if you're by yourself. Okay. I would say like, if you're, um, your son wants to be a graphic designer, right? Yeah. yeah. I would push them to go to school. I kind of wish we had a certificate because there's a lot of people out there that think they're graphic designers and they're not. And it pisses me off. There's a pet. Like name. Logan. Um, <laughs> Did your degree, having the degree versus having the skill, did that, did that land you your jobs? I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's yeah that's a big thing is like a lot of places aren't just gonna hire what are you gonna put in your resume like i watched a bunch of youtube videos yeah well so how with, to do this. with something, here's, here's with something like, creative is you can say like look what i've created and they're like, yeah. yeah that's good yeah i mean if so you, you have can a balance that but it. the i would say the creative field that can and i would actually say don't go to college for is there are two, two of them and i mean they're similar but if you want to be a photographer don't waste your money on college and then two, if you want to be a filmmaker, I would also say don't make your don't waste your money going to college because I think both of those are a little bit they're just kind of different and a little more individualistic more and yeah. you get all those skills about how to run a camera and composition and all that. Like if you can show a reel to somebody, I don't know. I, I could see how you could argue the same for graphic design, but and then I, you can go into Logan with architecture. That's going to be a whole nother thing, but um, I mean, well, no, I mean, it's, it's a lot of the same stuff. It's, it's, well, yeah, the project management I, piece. Yeah. And yeah, the, yeah. Well, I'm saying you could, you could, you could look on, 
on YouTube and, and Google how to do stuff in CAD or Revit, but it doesn't expose you to, you know, the, the stuff you'll learn from your professors in school. You know, you're like, oh, like I, I have this idea and they'll be like, hey, Santiago Calatrava had, this, had a similar idea. Go research some of his stuff or, you know, bounce ideas off of people that you're sitting next to because they have a, a, a similar idea or something like that. Um, and not only that, like it specifically at Virginia Tech, your first year, they have architecture, interior design, landscape architecture, and industrial design all share the same first year studio before you break out into your actual discipline. Okay. So everyone that's your like that's your formative year so you just start design comes from everywhere regardless of like what you're you're planning on going towards yeah everybody is throwing in ideas from everything so you start getting an idea of like how you're how you're going to work in the real world how you're going to how you're going to collaborate and bounce ideas off people i will say once you get to the real world your, unless you have your own firm, you don't have your own sort of freedom to design like you did when you were in school. Yeah. You don't, when you're in school, you don't have all these parameters and stuff set up that, that the real world, you don't, you, don't have a budget. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have a budget, you don't have a client really, you don't have, you can make up your site and all this stuff. You don't have to, you don't have to deal with a lot of these issues. But as soon as you get to the real world, it's like, I mean, at least in my case, it's, you're just, you're just producing stuff. Yeah. You're and not, you're, you're not really on someone else. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, <laughs> my, one of my old coworkers, um, we used to have a pickup basketball game after work every, I think every Monday or something like that. And this like 18 year old was on the next court over or whatever. And he wanted to come play with us and he, He'd asked, he's like, oh, so like, what do you guys do for, for work? Are you like work together? We're like, yeah, we're, we're all at this architecture firm. He goes, oh, well, I just, I'm about to graduate and I, I had an interest in architecture. Could you tell me a little about it? <laughs> I'll never forget one of my coworkers was like, all right, well, I'll give you two common misconceptions about architects. We make a lot of money and we get to do our own work. Like we get to yeah. do our own design. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, that is so accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So he goes, oh, well, maybe, maybe I'll just go into math. And we're like, smart kid. Yeah, you should do that instead. I'm so glad <laughs> I didn't finish my degree in math. I, I, had a, I had a friend in architecture. She quit. I think she quit the fourth year and switched her major to math and then became like a math professor. Yeah, that's like when I was going through that program, like I remember my counselor like, so math. Mm, you're either going to be a teacher or what are you going to do? And I was like, yeah, I want to be a teacher. <laughs> <Just saying. laughs> I'm so glad I didn't because after hearing my wife's horror stories, I'm like, yeah, I would have hit someone. Well, my, my brother-in-law has a, got a math degree, but he's been in the army for like, I don't know, 20 plus years now doing military intelligence. But I think that's pretty much what he does. Like he use actually does use his degree, but uh, yeah. you know, in a different way. I was either going to do uh, architecture or I was going to do aeronautical engineering. 
and I'm really glad I did not go with aeronautical engineering Why? because I I was done with calculus after high school. <laughs> yeah, when I hit Calc two, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> well, and the and the funniest thing about it was as soon as as soon as high school was over, like all of my calculus just it just blew out of my head. It was uh -huh. gone. Because we, Bambi and I went back to see Miss um, Grant like a year into uh, college. And I think she did, at that point, she was at Stonewall. So we went back to see her and she had this problem on the board that was like, you know, integrating this, this you know, formula or whatever. And she was like, oh, y'all know how to do this. And I, went, I looked at it and went, no, no, I'm gone. No, I got nothing. This is like we're like nine months removed from me doing it the last time, and Bambi just goes up, goes, "Oh yeah, you just." I'm like, "Well, this I mean, yeah, he is he's an engineer." Smart. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, he did. So he did mechanical engineering at ODU, yeah. and then he gets a job on a nuclear submarine. Yeah, I was like, "How did you pull that off?" Yeah, he's bullied crazy his smart. Do what? He just bullied his way in. Yeah. He just was like, yeah. <laughs> so I went back one year to, uh, I can't remember. I had to like do help someone with soccer or something. I can't remember. But uh, I caught uh, Mr. Rudy in the hallway. And, uh, oh. and he was like, so it's like, I heard you uh, knocked up Jackie. I was like, yeah. He's like, Cause he told me the year I graduated, he's like, like, dude, you got potential. He's like, don't get anyone pregnant. Don't get married. He's like, just focus on yourself, get your shit together, get out of this town. You know what I mean? And then like, I was doing the opposite. I hadn't decided to join the military or anything yet. And he was like, way to go, man. Like I had to let him down. Like I didn't even get that from my family. And he let me know. And then uh, we moved back. And then my oldest, he had him. He had Mr. Rudy for uh, English honors his freshman year and his senior year. But his freshman year, we walked in, and he was like, holy shit. He's like, I am old. I am teaching my students. Son. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's still there. It's so, yeah, so he's funny, so funny that you brought him up, because he was the one person I was going to say that I want to go back and talk to, just to really see do. how much BS he was spewing because he always talked about all these stories he would tell us but wouldn't because we were you know students i just want to talk to him for a little bit just to see you can catch him at breweries and stuff i think we me and jackie ran into him at um oh shit what's that one on back road where russell works uh, oh um there's a brewery on back road yeah it's really good i know what you're talking about ridge, I runner. Can't remember the name. ridge runner there you go and uh he was out there and yeah, he was cool as shit. Um, yeah, I mean, I he was my favorite teacher. And yeah. he he always would say shit about me. And like, I remember I was not, I missed a bunch of class because I my grandmother died and like I missed class anyways because I was always out of school. And he was like, he said some shit about me not being there. And like, I think either Logan or Philip or someone put, poked their head up and were like, uh, his grandma died. And he was just like, oh. But like when yeah. I would talk to him in person, like he was, he was awesome. I liked him. Yeah. I remember, so one thing about Rudy uh, that I remember, his favorite book was uh, Catcher in the Rye. And I hated that book. Yeah. I, and, I, and I told him, I, I, every time like we would go over it in class, I was just ripping it apart. 
I hated it. He's like, why? Ah. So, and I don't know if it was because I, I was like attempting to, to just like find something wrong with it. So I, I need to go back and read it again and see if, if it was just a bias towards it because it was his favorite book or what. But I remember, was it like Bartleby the Scrivener or something? It was, it was this really long, like, it was a short story, but it was like the longest short story you could think of from like Dickens or something. And we were supposed to write a journal about it or something like that. And I was, I read it that night and I was like, I got to put this away. Like, I'm not writing a journal about it. And the next day he's like, let's, let's put this, let's put this uh, uh, hand in your journals or whatever. And I was like, no, Rudy, can I just like, can I tell you about the story? I read it. I just didn't write it down. I'll, I'll tell you about the story. So I like, I, I just went on about it. He's like, all right, well, I guess you can, you can get credit and all this stuff. I was like, all right, fine. I got some bad to all that. I don't remember any of like the classes we took or anything like that, dude. I was such a horrible student. Me and school didn't mesh. You know what I mean? Like I didn't even show up and I had straight A's and I didn't understand it. And then, dude, I kid you not, mom would be like, well, well, Wes can do it. Why can't you? And I'm like, I'm not Wes. I don't give a fuck about this. Right. Like I'm not good with school. I'm good. Other stuff, not school. And, you know, now it's a different story. Like if I have to take a class through work, it's like, I want to be. Jack is yeah. like my, my competitive nature comes out and I'm like, I better be the fucking top yeah. so, student in this class. I, I better have the highest grade. But yeah. back then, dude, completely different story. I was hor- a horrible that's, student. That's the exact opposite of me and, and my brother. He, he was not good in school either. You know, he had, he had issues with, with certain stuff and just like, I mean, he, he obviously graduated and made it through, but when he got to, he's an apprentice now at a, um, an electrician in in Asheville and he as part of the a, apprenticeship he takes a class like every once a week or something like that but he he has excelled he's been at the top of the class this whole time and it's yeah. and it, it was never I found that niche man well and that's the thing it was like it was never that he was stupid it was that he wasn't interested in the work or in the, in the stuff that he was learning about. Yeah. The, yeah. But as soon as he hits something that he's interested in or that, you know, can, can hold his interest, I guess. Yeah. He, it completely excels at it and he's just like kills it. So he's, he's about to, to get his certification. Um, he would have gotten it last year, but COVID hit and they, they weren't yeah. able to certify. That's people, good but, though, man. He just, yeah, he just killed it. He knows, he knows exactly what he's doing. And so, so speaking on that, about trade uh, tools versus, you know, going to college. Yeah, college yeah, and for everybody. The you know, tools. it's supply and demand, man. Everybody needs yeah. a trade. Every, you know, you need a refrigerator. You need heating and air. Yeah, they're they're gold mines. So speaking on things that kind of capture you. Like we're we're all big music people, you know. You and Wes play instruments better than the average person. Who are some of your go-to artists or albums 
what's what's going through your brain right now musically? Well, uh, you go first? Stapleton is like my hero now, and uh, J Cole. Uh, I'll never not be obsessed with that dude, and he just gets <laughs> better and better. But yeah, Chris Stapleton. Uh, I feel like even though he's like super super famous, I don't understand why like there isn't a picture of him in everyone's house. Yeah. Chris Stapleton is the bomb. <clears throat> so, uh, like, uh, I think he's the best singer songwriter of uh, maybe all time, but definitely our generation. I, I heard I that won. he wrote songs for country singers. Yeah, for like ten years before he yeah. did his own. Before he like started singing. Yeah, and he, he had a hard time selling. I think because people were like they would hear his cut. You know what I mean? And they're like. I can't sing like that. Who the fuck? I yeah. can't sing like that, dude. He, I don't. Uh, I don't like when country is like too much. Like the way he does yeah. it, where it's just like a guitar, a drum, and a microphone. Like it doesn't need to be anything more than that, man. It's country. It needs to be simple. It needs to be relatable. In my, so, in my opinion. Yeah. It's a funny story about that. The first Chris Stapleton concert I was going to go to, same day as your wedding, Dave. Yeah. I've made the choice to just show up for your wedding. Well, you, you shouldn't have. That was a terrible choice. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was, it was, had, are, we, are we really friends? Like, you chose me over him? What's yeah. wrong with you? So I well, had the opportunity the, to see Chris Stapleton for $14 at a club. And uh, Kelsey and I were like, we were about to go. And then we were just got lazy. And we're like, oh, we're comfortable. And didn't go. I like, yeah. And then, so the one time wow. I've seen him was sitting on the lawn with Logan and yeah. Denise and a bunch of drunk rednecks and people walking all over us. And it was the worst experience ever. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, like the concert that was on your wedding day was at a small venue in Charlotte Ooh. that was indoors. Yeah. I was like, oh, this would be nice. And like, it, I mean, it's like, but super small it wasn't gonna be like super intimate or anything but it was a it, it was, was pretty, gonna be you too yeah we were just gonna look into each other's eyes while he you and chris hold me chris following year he had blown up so much that he filled out pnc pavilion, and yeah, yeah we were in the middle of the lawn with a bunch of drunk but so here's here's my uh i'm maybe i i can't say next chris stapleton because i don't think i'll ever be that big but um if you haven't listened to tyler childers yeah uh Get on Another that. Yeah. I do like good him. Lord, he's good. Yeah. yeah. How's yeah. the new Lake Street Dive album? It is. Songs. It is. Uh, it's all instrument. He doesn't what? like sing on it. Uh, that, Tyler Childers' new album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Except uh, for yeah, the last yeah. last track. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking about Lake Street Dive. I was like, no, that's not right. I was like, that can't be right. <laughs> if, um, um, but going back to J Cole, man, he's another beast. Incredible uh, artist. Yeah, and he started out like doing just you know normal hip hop stuff, and now he like lives out on his own, like won't have neighbors, and like I mean he's so focused on being like an enlightened human while also being an extremely good rapper, and he's like talking about like just real shit. Um, yep, that dude. I understand where like a lot of these younger artists coming from, you know, they're talking about money and their things that they might be going through, but 
to me, what separates like an up and coming artist like that to somebody that is on the same level as J. Cole, Kendrick, yeah. is they look at real problems and address them. Even if you don't agree, like they still yeah. find every way to say it and make it flow and rhyme. And it's it's true art in, in my eyes. It's not just I can walk up to a microphone and say a bunch of words that rhyme. But like to have it be as impactful as what they do it is, you know, it's a real art. Yeah, and it won't sell. It won't sell as much, uh, but it sure as shit. It's the authenticity, like telling your, telling your story, not everyone's story. Like that's yeah, yeah. There's not many people that can do it like this too. For me, my um, probably the best concert I've ever went to. Not probably. I mean, it definitely is is uh, the first time I saw Yellow Wolf. I didn't know what to expect. You know, I was a fan of his, but I wasn't, uh, things changed after I saw him the first time. You know, we got to meet him in VIP. We were front row and, you know, Joe, uh, L'Oreal's brother, he's he's like 6'3 or whatever, had his, you know, we're front row. So we're only like a couple of feet away from him and he had his uh, phone recording and, Yellow Wolf took the phone and walked around the stage yeah. during the opening track. And it was crazy. I mean, it just, it, the whole experience was insane. He, it sounds better than it does on the album. He's not like, I feel like some artists, you, you hear them on the album and their vocals are incredible. And then you see them live, it doesn't quite sound as good yeah. or as clear. And he, he's like the opposite. He sounds the music the music part of it like his dj was on point his guitars were all on point everything is just so fine-tuned it's amazing yes yeah, some of my favorite musicians that they live are just a thousand times better than the album like and it's almost like the albums are just too perfect or too clean like i'd rather yeah. hear yeah. the rasp and the mistakes and everything um, yeah man. we saw incubus uh probably two years ago and the same thing, like I've always been a huge fan of them and seeing them live, I thought, I thought they were aliens. Like <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't believe I was seeing people perform that, that good. Yeah. yeah. We, um, I think generally what's on constant rotation for me is Avid Brothers, Milk Carton Kids, okay. uh, yeah. Tyler Childers. And Circus Survive right now. Yeah, they're beasts. Usually just, if, especially if I'm in the shop, I just put headphones on and just put those all on shuffle and they just go through. Um, but I've, I've seen Anthony whole, Green more live than any other person yeah. and or band. I mean, with Circus Survive or by himself. Um, I've seen Milk Carton Kids now, I'm at three or four times live. They're just, not only is it a, the musicianship is amazing. It's a comedy show when you, when their, their banter is just perfect. And, uh, but going back to like things that are better live than the album, Kyle knows this, St. Paul and the Broken Bones. They are yeah. so much better live than their albums. Mm. Their albums I've come to this really conclusion that, a lot of the bands I say that about, or at least there's a grouping of bands I say that about, all have recorded in Muscle Shoals. And I'm like, Muscle yeah. Shoals just must, 
they want things like perfect or something. Too, and yeah, yeah. It's too polished. Yeah. When they're when they're live and they're raw, like holy crap. There's there's so much energy on their on their live shows. We saw them downtown Raleigh, what, like five years ago, six years ago? I don't know, three, four rows back. And then saw them like a year or two later, literally on the stage. He and I, they, Paul, the, the singer, was like dripping sweat on us, singing to us. And it's just like, they're, they're so good. And you listen to their album, I'm like, can't feel it. No. Can't, can't yeah. feel that, that energy. Yeah, even Tyler Childers, like my favorite album of his, is his live that he has a live album mm-hmm. on apple and yeah. it's like red barn something i don't know whatever but and it just like blows his other recordings out of the water yeah. logan won't listen to it because it's on apple oh yeah <laughs> never heard of it oh also one of my one of the best shows i've ever seen live was uh gregory allen isakov it was really oh my god so there's a there's a venue here in Charlotte called uh, McGlowan Theater, and it's an old it's an old church that they've converted to this this theater. They've got theater seating, they've got this little like mezzanine and everything. They kept all the stained glass that's in the ceiling, and as he's playing, all the lights go out, and only the stained glass is backlit, and it was just like, I'm not I'm not religious but like that's a religious experience to me he also had these these four globes on stage that were lit from the inside and at one point all the lights go down and only those are lit and it was just but with like the 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 ambiance of and and everything of, of him playing was just like it just hits right here and oh my god i walked out of that show just like i i never wanted that one to end yeah. Did you guys see so the halftime show at the Super Bowl? Yes. What did you Which think one? of it? So I'm a I'm a huge The Weeknd fan. Yeah. Um, and it was <laughs> cool. Um, and I I was really impressed with like how he hit every note and didn't sing it exactly the way it was on the album because uh, he has some pretty hard ranges to hit as a vocalist i mean this show was probably pretty cool when you were there because of how big it was uh, yeah. but on tv i don't think it hit but i mean a dude can sing like i don't know i, I there's no yeah. way to put it yeah it wasn't the best halftime show i've ever seen for super bowl but it was he was good Look, what do you i'm in the same way i think what's your favorite was a great show what's your favorite super bowl halftime show Mine's Paul McCartney. Mine is probably uh, Janet's nip slip. That's a good one. (laughs) I liked the one that like Beyonce, Bruno Mars did, but when Coldplay was there, I was just like, "Mm, I think they ruined it. The only reason I ask is uh, there were, you know, the halftime show, we're sitting there watching it live. This is incredible. We're big fans of his as well, and thought his performance was great and then the next day i see i'm on facebook i try to be on there very little it's so fucking annoying yeah but the some of the stuff i saw was like why was he wearing this like face wrap because it's his album cover yeah 
And I'm like, just my opinion again. The people that were asking it, it was like, you're not going to look far enough into it. Yeah. You're, you just see him wearing the space wrap. Yeah. You're like, well, this is a halftime show? Like, maybe Google him. Maybe, yeah. maybe do general, a little bit of general People who are questioning that don't have any idea what a concept album is. Yeah, just yeah. I don't get it, man. It's like, dude, just look, just Google it, man. Look into it a little bit further than just saying, well, this is stupid. Have any of you ever seen band or someone that's performed at the Super Bowl halftime live yourself? Like been at the Super Bowl? Not at no, the Super no, Bowl. No, I'm just no, saying, have you no, seen no. a band that's played in the Super Bowl halftime show? Me and uh, Michael Jackson hung out. I was really oh, yeah. young. Yeah, yeah. Was, me, me and Prince go back way, way back. Yeah, it was cool. When I lived in Minneapolis. Prince, because uh, y'all played basketball at his house. That's right, we did. We used to have a pickup game. I'd let him win. I did most of the vocals on JT's first album. Oh, cool. I never saw him live. I am Janet Jackson. Oh. That answers a lot of questions. Nice. Logan, you've seen Maroon 5, so there's one. Right? That's true. Yeah. Okay. Hey, well, thank you for reminding me because I totally yeah. forgot they played a halftime show. I really yeah. liked Maroon 5, like their first, I think maybe. Their first album is great. It's so that good. Every Maroon 5 there. fan ever. The I liked first, them at first. but The first album was really good. It was so good. Even the second album was, was pretty good. Yeah. And then, no. And they just ruined it. It's just pop at that point. Yeah. Yeah. They have like one... I feel like every subsequent album had like one good song. And then Maybe it was like, eh. Yeah. Eh. I feel like they're probably still good live though. Like it, they probably play more rock live the than their are album. Good. Yeah, the musicians are good. Yeah. So, so when I saw them, an unknown band opened for them. Would you like to know who that was? Let me guess. I'm a really good guesser. We're, we're going to call this segment guessing with dave all right band that opened for maroon five that was surprisingly good dmx they're they're big now i'll give you that <laughs> they're big now like yeah they gained weight big yes they're they they are on the biggest loser hmm. hold on so it's got to be a band that logan likes i think mm-hmm. uh i don't think he would have brought it up otherwise Mumford and Sons. Pussycat Dolls. What? No. Are they even a band anymore? (laughs) Am I right? All right, go ahead. Just tell us. Come on. (laughs) It was Fits in the Tantrums. Oh, okay. Who who knows that? (laughs) It was. They're big now. (laughs) It was two thousand. Like big. They're on the radio. My neighbor plays in his garage, and he's pretty good on the radio. They yeah. have people opening shows for them now. Your They're not mom's shows been on the radio. People. My mom has been on the radio. I've been on the radio. I was on Kyle's radio show. You're supposed to take that as an insult. Well, hey, we're not going to talk better. bad about Ruth right now. I'm not going to stand. She, for she is Thank a saint. My she mother is, a... is an angel. <laughs> hey, if anyone cares, I, I saw Red Hot Chili Peppers. So, fuck you, Kyle. Like hey, I had awful seats for that show, and it was they were great. But I was like in the fucking nosebleeds and it was, uh, I'm just glad that I, the couple bands that I thought I would never see and then have actually, because of working for the Hurricanes and stuff, ended up being able to see. Red Hot Chili Peppers was one. 
but the like the top like even though the show wasn't great because they're like old and can't really sing very well anymore but I saw the who right after I started working for the hurricanes. And that was like, you know, yeah. that my, that was my, one of my dad's favorite bands. So I grew up listening to them. And like the fact that I actually saw them live before they ca- called it quits was let's cool. go back to this growing up thing. Um, were you, you weren't born at this height. I'm um, still confused on my how eyeballs were this size. That's true. Yeah. Herpes were this size. <laughs> yeah. It started very early. <laughs> There's a ton of kids in your family too, isn't there? Mine? Yeah. Yeah. I have, there's five of us, four siblings, and we all have kids. So uh, I have 11. Seven, I have nine nieces and nephews. So there's 10 grandchildren, including Lena. I'll never be an uncle because Dave is still a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> We're waiting until death. <laughs> Wes, you can be an honorary uncle to, I to Braden. That. I would. I think I would be. We have be dogs, dude. Uncle. We have dogs. I'm. I'm kind of in this. I feel like I'm in the same boat a little bit. That I'm. I'm not really an uncle. Is your brother still in your house? No, he went home okay. earlier today. Okay. But my Braden calls him Uncle Zachy, and it's the funniest thing. He also starts calling Katie Uncle Katie, which is even better. Okay. Um, and and my cousin Nick call his daughter olivia calls my mom uncle ruth and it is like we're like don't correct her just yeah i want her to call you uncle ruth until she's 30 but yeah it's it's weird being the younger sibling with the kid with the kid like i wanted same i wanted to have a practice niece or nephew first right you know what i mean i wasn't expecting to be the 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 first one to have a kid and I wanted to be like, like I wanted to be that cool uncle for a little bit before, but you know. I have I some that. news um, to tell you guys. Uh, the reason we don't have kids yet is um, I'm a woman, and that's why you well, can't so much. We can't afford adoption. Just take one. I'll give you one. This is not fair. I'll mix you up a batch or something. Yeah, I don't want plain vanilla, man. Throw me in like a mix. Dude, I make the best babies. That's true. That's debatable. Mm. Granted, I'm biased, but you know, I think my I think mine's the best. We should make him fight. I mean, he <laughs> does throw stuff. Yeah, yeah, make the oldest fight. The, the yeah. funniest thing is he he really can throw. He'll throw a disc better than I can. He's two. Well, I have a seventeen-year-old. He's gonna take your two-year-old. Mine fights dirty. He goes for the nards, as he should. Yeah. Are you guys the same height? <laughs> no, his head is at nard height. <laughs> he likes to run full speed. So he's not hitting his head on cabinets or anything yet. No, uh, not not quite. He has mm. learned uh, in recent weeks to jump off of the couch. So that's fun. He'll literally he he'll go up and take all the pillows off the couch and throw them on the floor and just jump onto them. Who isn't like, doing this? So. Whatever, I guess. Don't hurt yourself. Don't knee yourself in the mouth, or else we're gonna end this. Yeah, I just lost jobs. So like for two months we didn't have insurance. I'm like, nope. You need to get off the coffee table. I can't afford that just, shit. Just bubble wrap all of your kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a confession to make. 
Your daughter's Got name is also my dog's name, and I hate my dog so much. Oh god! Like I kind of hate your kid. Whoa! And I don't. I don't <laughs> want to. Exactly. I'm sure she's great. It's just association. Yeah. Um. So you're not the first person I've talked to that had their their pet as Luna. Um. It's okay. We like her name. I don't care. I mean, I the name is fine. It's just I really hate that dog. And I feel like I'm just not going to like your kid. And I'm going to work past it. I'm going to get hey, past it. This is on she's, me. She's pretty Kyle's awesome. Is you know? A little bit better. I'm sure she's great. I just yeah. want to hit her. I don't know why. <laughs> What's really funny is for, for a while there, she looked like Kyle did in high school. She had the same haircut. She would like flip her, flip her hair like this all the time. That's not helping me not hate her. Well... So Luna and Brayden are either going to grow up to get married or be best friends. That's just, it's already, it's going to happen. Would you stop okay. pushing marriage? Seriously, I said, Logan. I said, I said married or best friends. There's an option. You've been all about them being together since day one. I mean, I need to, need you need to slow down. Kyle, you know Kyle my husband. I think, I think what he's trying to say is that his kid is going to be a better whatever your kid is. <laughs> Actually, no, that's not true. Because remember, in this in this group, the the wife is always the better one. So Luna is always going to come out on top here. What if she's? What if she has eye herpes? Because it's hereditary. <laughs> yeah, dude. Hereditary eye herpes. Uh, what if she can't see H-E-R. the cabinet doors that get left open? Mm. Mm. That's true. That is a good name for the episode, though. Just saying. What? Eye herpes? Hereditary eye herpes? No one's going to listen to eye herpes. <laughs> True fan. Challenge accepted, my friend. Uh, I do like that death is the A is in parentheses. I don't know why. I just like it. Right? Yeah. Right. Uh, I, like I meant to do that while we were talking to make that thing. Come on, Kyle. Come on, too. man. That's a slacker. And do I'll I have get- to call Logan? <laughs> Hang on, let me whip up. Let me whip up some uh, some Adobe Illustrator over here, real quick. Oh God, whip it! Mine's already open, you asshole. Yeah, my son. uh, He was like, I was like, hey man, can you make some cover art? And he's like, sure. And uh, and he said he like gave it to me, and I sent it to you guys. And you guys didn't say shit for like twenty four hours, and I was like, they must hate it, dude. You're not any good. (laughs) I I saw the first one, and I was like, that's not bad. Like. I don't know yeah. if I want to go with like just font or like yeah. if we want I was to like, have dude, I was like, because he makes the best people. I was like, put in a person. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. And hey, then, why, are, like, why is I the wait. guy's pubes out? That's what I want. Oh my god, I was gonna screen. bring that up too. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I was cause, all right. So I didn't. I wanted to be like, it's genius. It's perfect for what it is, right? It's so and funny. It's great. I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna let Kyle. I felt felt like the question was directed towards Kyle, and. I was like, dude, I'm instantly going to change the logo to to the second one. And yeah, I didn't see that until later. I was like, this dude drew like pubes popping out of his pants. Yeah. I'm like, this is this is beautiful. He does golden. Great. He does it all I, on his phone. Like those types of characters. Yeah. That's so funny. He's, oh, he's drawing that on his phone? Yeah, he like just I don't know how he does it. Yeah. Hey, um, I don't like I don't drink during the, I just don't drink. 
because I don't drink by myself normally, but uh, I, I just love that we're together and I'm doing this. So. <laughs> this is the latest I've stayed up in five years, at least. Five really? Years. Uh, I was up till 3 a.m. on Thursday. Dude, my Sorry, dog. Wednesday night. Sleeping. I was up at 3 a.m. You were working. I know. Yeah, out, outside of work, I don't stay up. COVID. Um, <laughs> I, I honestly, I was about to get on this with a mask on just for shits and giggles. So the, the last thing was um, staying focused, tips for being disciplined, financially healthy. Yes. Making uncomfortable sacrifices. What do you deal with? What do you do to deal with stressful situations? I've got one for that. So my HVAC went out this week. That, uh, that blew a lot. Or Literally. does it blow? It blew. You know? It blew and it blew. Yeah. So we have heat, It's but it's, it's auxiliary heat. And so my electricity bill is going to be like triple this month, which is going to be fun. And this would have like wrecked me a couple of years ago, like stress. I would have been like overwhelmed and for like a week wouldn't have been able to like function. And I don't know that I have any tips for dealing with stress, but I think age just a little bit, like all I finally, like, I'm not good with stress a lot of times. And this week I was just like, I don't know if it just came with, you know, going through stuff like this before, but I was just like, told myself, I was like, there's nothing I can do about this now. Like, I'm going to spend the money. It's going to get fixed and I'm going to move on. And like the, yeah, the fact that I was able to tell myself that and then just like be cool. I like, I don't know if I was like proud of myself. Or I don't know. That's stupid. But I just felt like, okay, we're fine. Like whatever. Like it's good. So yeah, that, I agree. Help, that doesn't really help I agree. anyone, but cause I didn't, I don't know how I was able to do that. Other no, than, no, that that's, that's perfect yeah. because, you know, everybody's different. Everybody relates to different things, man. You're not going to sell everybody. I can completely agree. I think age has a, a big play in like just being calmer about stressful situations. Like, like you said, man, you're going to pay for it. It's going to, it's going to get fixed. It's just the, the negative part about it is so temporary you can't focus strictly on, oh my God, these, this next week or however long is going to be yeah. really cold or really hot. Or it's going to be expensive or whatever. Like it's life still goes on. You just got to push through that. Yeah. Like if I, if I were to stay mad about that, I, like, I think I would have to actually keep myself mad. Like, and why would I do that? Like, it just doesn't yeah. help anything. Like, just I'll stay mad for a day. I'm, and then after that, I'm just like, it's not I'm, worth it. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much my philosophy on everything. It's, it's going to happen. We, we'll just go on from that. Thankfully, I'm usually a pretty stress-free person. I, I don't know what chemical balance or imbalance or whatever is in there, but things just kind of like roll off my shoulders. But the one I had, I had an anxiety attack once. And it was the first time we took Braden to get to the doctor to get a shot. He got his shots and he did that like, scream cry thing that no sound came out and i just died like i it was the it was the scariest moment i've ever had in my life and i've been like i've been in a car accident so like scariest thing in my life and it was all because he was hurt and i couldn't do anything about it and we got in the car afterwards and i cried the entire drive home like and i, I was like what's happening like, am I having a panic attack? And Denise is like, she's, she's got Braden in the back seat, uh, in his car seat. And 
she's like consoling me as I'm driving home. I was like, is this what, like, do people have this all the time? And it was like, it just wrecked me. But thankfully, that was the only one I've had. So every like other shot or whatever that he had, Denise still had to hold him, but I was like, right, I'm okay with it. And now he gets a shot. He's like, oh, Band-Aid. Yeah, it's just, there are so many things out of my control that it's just easier to go with the flow sometimes than to sit there and dwell on the the what ifs. Yeah, there's things could have changed, but we're not going to change it now. So let's just go with what we've got and make the best out of it. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it's going to help me live longer. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> but But that's how cruise through life, I guess so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Wes is always, uh, he humbles me when I talk to him. I got five kids and I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. He, <laughs> nothing gets to me. Like him, him and Jackie yeah. both, man. They're just like, they're, they're the wrong people to complain to because they're, it's no, it's no excuse. Like just get your shit done and move on with life, man. Yeah. I would I would not be that way had I not married her at 19 or whatever we were. Like she is yeah. uh, no excuse. I mean, there's there's you're just not allowed to have excuses. Yeah. And now that I like been in a war zone and like I don't know, I get to come home, sleep in my bed, no one's shooting at me. Uh, I mean, financial shit happens. Put money aside. Be ready. Uh, yeah you know what i mean like you can prepare for you don't know what it's gonna be but every bad thing that could happen you can kind of prep yourself for and Mm -hmm. uh you can control what you control and you can't what you can't and i don't know i have outside of like you know day-to-day work stress my kids are healthy and uh there's food in the fridge i'm good (laughs) you know what i mean right I mean, you just gotta. I think it's that simple. And like you said, uh, age. I think reps. The more reps you have in anything, you become more comfortable. Um, practice, practice yeah, makes just, perfect. It's just practice, yeah. and you just eat shit for a while, and you're like, oh, I remember that. I remember what shit tastes like, and I remember I got out of it last time. So yeah, yeah. Talking about practice. Talking about practice. <laughs> practice. <laughs> Hey, uh, um, here's a good ending, because uh, you know Logan hates Apple. He can't watch it. But if you haven't watched Ted Lasso, go go watch it right now. People with Apple TV, it's the best yeah. TV show ever made. I'm going through my like 19th uh, foray through uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine before the last season comes. Great out. show. My kids are going through it right now. Yeah, great show. Hey, Kelsey did for that. I feel like you all jumped over Ted Lasso. Let's come back to Ted Lasso for a second. <laughs> if you, seriously, if you have not watched Ted Lasso, uh, go watch it. All right. It is Jason Sudeikis, who is an American football coach, who then goes and coaches a Premier League team. Okay. It is it is the most joyful show. Like, not only is it funny, but like, it's just pure joy every episode. It is so good. All right. I'll Let check me get it. Let me get that Apple TV login. 
I was going to say, for those of us that don't have Apple TV, uh, you want to hook me up there, Kyle? Um, no, not you. I'll hook Dave up. <laughs> <laughs> not even oh. kidding. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. All right. Yeah. Um, I'm already using your Disney login. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, that's all you really need. Well, Logan, it has been an absolute pleasure as always. Yeah, man. Uh, I enjoy this. Thank you for being our first guest on Deaf Dialogue. Hopefully your time wasn't completely wasted. Or maybe that should be our goal. We should just fuck off for that two hours. Your, that should be your tagline, Deaf Dialogue, time wasted. We'll waste your time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, man, um, let's let's talk soon. Tell everybody, tell the family we said hey. Thanks again. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, bud. Yeah, man. See you guys later. Bye, guys. Kyle. See See y'all later.